This is. Welcome, everybody. It's another exciting edition of The Sports Hole. I'm your host, Luke. With me, as always, XFL Jim, rock and roll Maddie Goldberg. This is going to be our first show on YouTube, guys. You think the world's ready Ooh. for that? Ready for the visuals, not. baby. I don't even. We don't even have a channel yet. I don't know where this will end up, but we'll uh, we'll let you know one way or another. Just uh, look out for Sports Hole on YouTube. Watch Let's out for see. the Scratch and Sniff edition. Watch out for the yeah. Super Chats. Oh, super chats all right we are down to two outs and the philly phillies have two more outs. phillies who look like the team of destiny this year now ready to be booted that is an east coaster though are you happy the phillies are are not in it do you have a do you have a philly phobia sadly i think maxion is going to get higher ratings in this world series there's nothing wrong with that as you should. A, a... <laughs> I mean, this is a fall classic. National pastime. Well, when you get two powerhouses, like the I Diamondbacks mean, and the Rangers, people should be tuning Listen, in. When I think of America, I think of apple pie, ice cream, baseball, rim jobs. Yes. Not that the order. Constitution. Nobody cares. It's sad. No, they don't Uh-oh. care. Fly ball deep to left. It's out. Two outs. Round in the last out. All right. We'll keep us posted so people <laughs> will know the next day who won. I sound like Al Michaels there, huh? Right. He's kind of losing it, isn't he? No, I love that he 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 won't talk about T Swift and he says I'm not doing uh <laughs> one of those shows like X Hollywood Extra. He said <laughs> that's fantastic. he refused to talk about her. Extra, extra. Yeah, no, good for him. Fuck it. Put the his guy who down. said, Can you believe in miracles? Isn't gonna tarnish his legacy with this nonsense. Wake up, Jimmy. I'm I'm wait, you're talking baseball. <laughs> it's all that baseball. Let's talk, talk rotisserie baseball. Let's take let's talk the wheel play, the sacrifice bunt. Oh the yeah, <laughs> the, se- the season's almost okay, Maddie. You're the only baseball fan here. Um, which no, I, I take that back. I will watch. I don't want to give him an ambient. I feel like I'm giving him like here. Here's two times. I just, camp. I, I just <laughs> don't care about baseball. I'm sorry. I tried. I tried right. a little this year. Fuck I it. understand. By the way, the Phillies are down to a guy named Jake Cave. Is at the I, plate. I, I am upset because I do have a future on the Phillies. Well, it looks That's like hard. your future. You're gonna have to two strikes away. Yeah, I'm tearing this that one wild. up. Wild. I guess we should get the football. You wanna the real national pastime. You wanna Damn start right. with uh, the old yeah. Niners blowing it against the Vikes last night? I don't think they blew it. I think Debo Samuel is that big of a of a difference maker, and I think uh, you know well, a they, couple turnovers. Vikings didn't have Justin Jefferson. True, but you know that Addison is sick. I see what the Vikings are doing. They are going to be dangerous if they get their defense together because that kid Addison with Jefferson, holy shit, they are two stud wide receivers. It reminds me of when they had uh, Chris Carter and Randy Moss, Uh, but they're both speedsters, and uh, they look good. I mean, it's wild. I think quarterback play is so bad, Kirk Cousins is like, 
one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. Watch the fuck out for Perk Cousins, baby. He's watch out. I mean, he made some beautiful throws yesterday. He really did. Um, I when's, had bad... when's Debo coming back? Uh, two more weeks. He's got like a fractured hairline on his wrist or something. And he does make a massive difference because you got like kind of a lightning thunder with McCaffrey kind of more of a thunder and he's a more of a lightning, you know? Yeah. I don't and, know. Uh, that's that's uh, two now they've lost. I just want to say it's over. The Phillies blew it. Nope, that's it. So All we right. don't have to talk about baseball. Okay. Dodge Wild. that bullet. Thank you. Unbelievable. Uh, Diamondbacks for wrapping that up. We go. I'm, wow. just, I'm just happy the Astros didn't win. Yeah. That's, yeah. I think most of the nation is. They they showed like in that series, like all of America outside of Houston basically was sure. for the Rangers. I can't believe that the Diamondbacks, you know, I you always I was like one team is going to do this out of all the shitty teams. So I, I picked the twins. We're going to make it to the World Series out of like make a run. And I was right that a shitty team did. The the, the D-backs were like six over 500. God damn. Yeah. All right, enough of baseball. It's, I can tell Jim's getting bored out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> are, are, you, are, you, are you worried about the 49ers at all, or you just think it's all just Debo or nothing? What's what's their next game? They have a tough game. The, the Bengals... The, the Bengals are coming off a bye coming into San Francisco. This is kind of a tough stretch. And Shanahan was not happy about that. But it's like, dude, everybody's got a tough schedule in the NFL. Like, you can't cry about the schedule. You know? And on the NFL, you can't. Like, teams have tough fucking schedules. Teams have injuries. It, it's, it's a way of the league where we've seen a lot of teams. You got to peak at the right time. You really do, too. And you got to peak late. And you got to stay healthy. And, um, you know, when you have, like, a stud quarterback like Mahomes, he can make up for so many things. You know you're good for 11, 12 wins. So if you can get healthy at the end of the season, you know, obviously Purdy's not at that level. And I like Purdy. And, I, I, you know, aside from the late picks, I didn't think it was awful yesterday. But you can see that without Samuel, they're, they're, it's like a big missing – component to what they do i do wonder if the 49ers kind of need like everything in place for their first things to work out yeah they do and you take away that one piece or just any of these pieces yep. then it just kind of all starts to fall apart yeah i always like those teams that like even when their top players are hurt they find a way to win you know like I, the I vikings apparently yeah it's all about <laughs> yeah. the vikings these days yeah Kids won't shut up about the Vikings. I mean, they got lucky, the Vikings. You know, like, their schedule's a little easier. They got the Bears. They, I mean, you know, this was a tough game. And, you know, Addison, you know, Jordan Addison, he came out. He had his coming out party. And you're like, with him and Jefferson, holy fuck. And Hawkinson and a decent running game. I mean, their defense is getting better. I don't know about this year, but... Cousins a free agent. Why wouldn't you want to resign him? I don't know what they're doing there. You know, they're sort of saying they were kind of in a rebuild, but not. I don't know. Nobody quite knows what they're doing right they're now. They're three and four now. I mean, there's 17 games. 
there's an extra team that makes the playoffs. Besides the Eagles, who I think are really good, but I don't think they're as good as last year. I mean, who the 49ers too, like who else is there in the NFC? I think the Vikings have a legit shot at their division too. Yeah. I mean, the Lions kind of took a step back, although I think it was more of like just one day where you just don't have it. You show that was, up. That was tired. a wild game. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. one of those where like, I'm just like, this is so bad. It's I'm okay with it. You know? Cause yeah. it's like, there's no way this happens again. That exactly. Badly, you know, and I think from... they were tired. It was two road games in a row. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're five, you know, and like, even the coach said, like, look, we needed that to humble us. And, yeah, you know, they got the Bears Monday night at home. Holy fuck, that's gonna be a beatdown. That <laughs> poor kid from Division Two with a college that not even Jim knows about. That's true. I had not heard of it. I mean, where did this kid come from? He was like Shepherd. great. He, he was a great D two kid, apparently. So yeah, I, I don't, there's shout out the Bears scouting department. The Lions got the Raiders year, next week. You think home. next year they ban the tush push? I hope not. There's it's, only one team can can run it. Yeah, that's the thing about it too. Is it's not like like a a dunk back in the day when everybody was five foot in yeah. basketball. You know, it's yeah. like this. Philadelphia just seems to be the only one that this is an automatic thing. For. Well, it, it's because Hertz is really strong, and I saw like I was watching the Steelers and the Rams play, and Kenny Pickett had to run it, and I could see the fear in his eyes because he's a small guy. He's not. He had exactly. broken in half. I know. He didn't look happy to run the tush push. It was pretty funny hearing the the commentators talk about it last night because it was like, you just tell Cousins doesn't want to run it. They, no. like, yeah. like, they don't even want to sneak it, Like, it's let alone dangerous. having these guys. Like, how much torque is going on you? You have, like, these mega dudes behind you just pushing on you against these mega dudes in front of you, pushing the other way, and it's like... Eventually, fuck. eventually, I wonder if you kind of see a system like the CFL where the CFL sort of has like one down backs where they bring yeah. in a quarterback just to sneak it half the time. Sure. Yeah. Like no, they, I, they I, run two quarterbacks. Like I wonder if they just bring in like a big, like I, I, power lifter type. And they're just like, okay, it's fourth and two, fourth and one. They're like third and short. Go get in there, buddy. I just think it's dangerous. And I, you know, watching the Eagles fish game, it just so happened. There's like seven times that it was fourth and one or third and one. And you're like, here we go again. Here we go again. Didn't help that like half the time the Dolphins were off sides. They couldn't stop it anyway. I mean, they just couldn't stop it. It was, it was unstoppable, but it's only one team that can do it. And it just seems like somebody is going to get really fucking hurt. It's just, you know, it's good. Someone's it's, if it feels like when you're, if you're the quarterback in that, like you're in one oh. of those saw type uh, traps where someone's just yanking on you and pushing oh, your yeah. bones and cracking. And like in a sport where you got to be tough, what quarterback's going to be like, yeah, I don't want to run it. But they no. should say it. Like, if I don't want to run, I don't want to run it. That's what it'll take. Or someone's well, just going to get fucked up. Basically, yeah. that's why I saw like Booger McFarlane was talking about how you stop yeah. it is you just have to like, as a defense, every time they run it, you just have to try your best to mangle the quarterback. So that he'll right. never just so that he'll just never want to run it. Right. Just come in, take the targeting call too, you know. Yep. Like, hey, just, if you're gonna run it, we're just gonna really like just try and kill you. Yeah. Make it like well, uh 
the lane in the 80s NBA. By the fish, I thought I was too. Even with all the injuries, Maddie, even with all the injuries, I was disappointed. They had plays they couldn't make in the second half to keep it going, and they just couldn't keep it going and um could not run the ball to save their lives. No, they couldn't. Shout like the Eagles, the Eagles defensive and offensive lines looked awesome. Where do you see uh the Dolphins now, Jim, in the Pantheon? Uh, Banged up, obviously. Um I think they're missing two offensive linemen and then a lot of their defense is hurt. But I think they are a good team, like a capital G good team, not on that level yet of the like Eagles, 49ers, Chiefs. They're not at that next level. They need a signature like a lot of people win. were thinking they were. They need a signature win. They, yeah, they haven't got it. They need a signature yeah. win. And I think they have the opportunity in the next couple of weeks to get one, if I remember right. Cowboys, think- maybe. Cowboys would be a nice one to have. I'm trying to remember. The Bills. Yeah, they play the hey, Bills still again. What's that up? would be a big one. What's a baseball team <laughs> uh, <laughs> that has not won the World Series? The Rays. What? Rays. Tampa Bay Rays. Rays. The Rays. Yeah. Hi, Jake. Sorry about that. So, there's another one. <laughs> I have what no idea. It? Royals, no, not the Royals. I don't know. I'm sorry, guys. No, Keep you're up. good, Maddie. This is no, this, this is, is professional. Great. No, we're great. doing a podcast. <laughs> They're watching The Exorcist tonight. Oh, is that is he coming through the speaker or something? No, he, he came through my window. Oh, he's in your window. Yeah. Wow. He said there's a baseball team that starts with the R who hasn't won the World Series ever. I don't know. Rays, I would think. Yeah, I don't know. What other what other Royals teams won. starts with the R? Royals, yeah. Rangers, yeah, Rangers, yeah, yeah. They haven't won, but they're in it. They're they in. This could be this the year. year. Yeah, this could be the year. Wow, what a Damn choke right job, Phillies. Anyway, uh, yeah, you know, injuries are part of the game. I mean, look at the Bills. The Bills, oh, whole for, for sure, is decimated. But look I at the Browns care. too. Fire the coach. What? The Bills need to fire their coach. Oh, uh, McDermott? Not for Sean McDermott. He stinks. <laughs> he He's killed that window. They lose. They play down to all these teams. They lose. They just look so out of sync. And you, it's like you're going to waste Josh Allen. You're wasting him. Um, We also got to talk about the officiating. The NFL's got a massive uh, I was, referee I, problem. I was going to talk about that with – yeah. Concerning the the Dolphins Eagles game, just because, sure. like as great as the Eagles looked and they did look fantastic, I don't believe there's a shot that the Eagles committed zero penalties in that game. They didn't get it any penalties seems in that game? zero penalties for it zero yards. How often does that happen? I have NFL, no yeah. idea. It does seem <laughs> the NFL, the refs have a big factor in these games like i saw cleveland and need there's a, a oh call god that, yeah there's a call that they're making a lot and it happened to the jets versus the, the chiefs where on a play that has nothing to do with the wide receiver a cornerback will like gently touch him or hold him for a second that has no impact on the play and the defense will make a huge play either a sack or a stop or an interception 
and they'll throw a flag for like they'll get them for holding or something. Yeah, legal contact. And it changes the whole game. So the Colts sack PJ Walker, XFL legend PJ Walker. XFL legend, two and oh right now. One and oh as a starter. Yeah, they call a guy just gently touching the wide receiver. And on a sack fumble that would give the, the Colts the game. And it's like it has nothing to do with the play. The guy was getting blown up no matter what. It's almost like, you know, there's like on a pass interference if a ball's not catchable. That, that happened up. in the Colts-Browns too. That's that ball was saying. not I'm, catchable. I'm, I'm saying that. Yeah. I'm making the point. That was the game. P.J. Walker got sacked. They called a, a ticky-tack penalty that cost him the game. Yep. And and the refs have done a lot. They did it with Sauce Gardner with the, with the Chiefs this year on a horrible call that, like, and then you're like you're watching Stephon Diggs run down the field. The guy's holding him the whole time, no flag. So it's like, what? There's no consistency on these calls, and it just seems the refs are sticking their nose in and, and they're determining these games. Uh, you saw it in NFL and college this last weekend in a couple really like key games. It's weird. I don't see it that much in college, but maybe I'm wrong. There was one or two really, really bad ones in college this last week. Okay. Well, you see a lot more games. I, I'm, I'm, I watch more of the bigger games. The NFL, the NFL was very like bad with it. This I'm, week not in particular, wa- I'm not watching James Madison versus uh, University of Virginia. Did you watch any of the Iowa game, Maddie? No, but I wanted that's, to over that's... the hit to stick it to you guys, and it did not happen. Was, eh. but we'll, we can talk college when it comes to that one, but yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just wanted the over the hit. I kept looking. I didn't watch it, but I looked at the score. But uh, if we go through the NFL, well, we had the uh, the the Pats upset the Bills. Yeah, sure, Billichick's and Mac Jones win. looked good. Mac Jones actually looked really good. The the Bills are horrific. I think yeah, this might be McDermott's last season too. They're I think, just, I think it going this is on, this is an inexcusable loss. This is a team um, that lost to the Raiders and lost to the Saints and the the Cowboys by a com- combination of like sixty eight and three, and then the Bills barely beat the Giants. Should have lost to the Giants. Lose to the Patriots. They have a franchise quarterback. They have elite weapons. Sure, their defense is decimated, but they don't get scoring until the end of the game. They should be dominating these games. The Bills are a wild team. They're four and three, which is yeah. Crazy. So they went loss, win, 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 loss, win, loss. And you know I, when they killed <laughs> when they killed your fish, it looked like they put it together. And you're like, okay, it this did. Is what, and now they're back to the same garbage. They gotta fire their coach. Yeah, I don't understand this Bills team. Like they they look great at moments, and then they look just. Sometimes when awful. you think you have a Super Bowl, like last year they had a Super Bowl roster. And two years and you, ago. Yeah, and you can't get it done, and then you lose a crazy game with nine seconds, and you can't figure out how to stop a team in nine seconds. It's time for a change, man. You're you're killing this window. And trust me, I was around for the, the four Super Bowl. When you – after that, they weren't good for 20-some-odd years. <laughs> Does Vegas make uh, odds on coaches getting fired? Uh, I believe... No, he won't get fired. You don't think he's getting fired? 
I mean, that, like not not in the middle of the year, but um, you know, there's no point. I think they have odds who's the first to get fired during the season. Yeah, um, and right. I don't really see anybody like besides maybe Belichick, but. Uh-huh. He, I think he saved his ass. The Bears, week. the Bears coach, maybe unless they want to get that uh, number one pick potentially. See what I don't understand is like there's no, there's really no reason to fire a coach in the regular in the middle of the season. Like what, unless it's so bad. I've got yeah. the top eight uh, for odds to be fired. Okay, so Todd Bowles is twenty to one. Yeah, Eberflus is Yeah, they're doing okay. Yeah, Eberflus is six to one plus six hundred. McDaniels, he's plus four hundred. Yeah. Uh, Brandon Staley is plus two fifty for the Chargers. That could happen. And then Ron Rivera for Commanders is plus two. That that's bad. <sighs> they looked horrible this week. They looked awful. Yeah. Like that brought me back to watching. There was a time when you'd watch the Giants in the early nineties, and they would run the ball forty times and win like twenty-one seven, the most boring games ever. Yeah. That game brought me back to when I could only watch the Jets and the Giants growing up in New York, how painful that was. Matt LaFleur's on there, too. Oh, you know what's funny is, like, it just shows how important how it is to have a quarterback. It's it's maybe the most important thing. Yeah, if you have a quarterback (laughs) in the NFL, you can win. Like, you can be a good coach. Like, look look at Belichick. Look at LaFleur. Look at. The, the, uh, I'll give Andy Reid. Andy Reid does it with every quarterback he has. Even with Alex Smith, they were still a playoff. Oh, Alex Smith was a good, like, good-ish, like, pretty good I, I know, but still, he's still, you know, he's always a playoff team no matter what with multiple quarterbacks. Some guys only were a good coach with one quarterback, you know? The other name that strikes me on this list is Mike Vrabel at 14-1. to 1. See, it's unfair for him. I mean, Tannehill is just pathetic. And I just I can't get out of my head that I like I just I feel like the Dalt the Titans are just always gonna be like a frisky team this year, even with Tannehill. But yeah, Tannehill's off. All right. We'll Any see. I don't know. Week? I don't know. I don't know if anybody will get fired this year. I could see Rivera yeah. getting fired. I, I can see Rivera. I like, think, look, uh, and, well, fucking Frank Reich yeah. has got nothing going on. Well, he's got, they're going to give him a year or two. Like, I think yeah. they might give him just a year. This is bad. No, I give him a, they'll give him a second year. It's, it's hilarious. Because they don't even get their own draft pick. They're, they're What's rebuilding. It? Rebuilding and they don't get their first round pick. Oh, that's well, right. Because the Bears, <laughs> the Bears get it, baby. Got, and you know what? The funny thing is, they picked the wrong quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, they did. That's the funny part about it. So far, I don't I think he he hasn't even too. looked like awful, awful. Like obviously, it's the Panthers; they have no one. The right. Panthers have nobody. But yeah, CJ Stroud has looked way better. Well, also it helped that they had DJ Moore. I mean, <laughs> yeah, who, who, who doesn't who doesn't want a receiver? <laughs> it helped if they had DJ Moore, and maybe it would help if they had Christian McCaffrey. True, uh, but I think I, I'm more like you know. Uh, Christian McCaffrey can can't can only help a good team. He can't help a bad team, if that makes sense. I think a running back can only take you so far. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. Um, yeah, you're not going. You're not. But going it was a, it was a wild week. A lot of upsets. Oh, you know, we have the Jaguars wow. moving to five and two. You know, they, they look good. good. They, they look good. 
Yeah, they had a little trouble, but they look legit. Hold on, I'm looking at uh some of the other teams. Some of the games maybe we missed. Also, oh, we I'm the, sorry. The Chiefs I'm... over the Chargers. Chargers are now two and four. Chargers looked awful. Staley, get rid of him. Holy yeah. shit. Um, I just want to say I I the Saints need to just start Jameis just for an entertainment factor. That's all you because, know. because oh my god, I hate watching Derek Carr play football. Is what I found. Really? Yeah, he's not I, he's, helping his cause too much. He's so fucking boring. Well, they're the Saints sort of look like a seven and ten, six and eleven team. They probably have to fire their coach too, start over. Look at Sean Payton. He was on. He was he was on the list, Maddie. Uh, because I, you know, how I know he was yeah. on the list because I didn't know who the fucking Saints coach was. Sure. <laughs> but look, the, the, the Broncos great. now have two wins. Yep. That the Packers look really bad though. They're they look terrible. so bad. They're just they're they're hitting the rebuild. You feel years. like too like Jordan Love like I know like you you got to give him like like even Desmond Ritter like a lot of people are like he stinks. And I'm like, he needs games. Like, the, I, I want to give him like 12 games before I decide on the issue. Fate. The issue I have with Desmond Ritter is I feel like the Falcons could be like a decent playoff team if oh they God. just had a slightly better quarterback. Yeah, that is true. Like, even if I believe in, this is probably my personal bias, but I believe if you put Taylor Heideke in there, they're a playoff team. Yeah, but you with the weapons only, they have. Your ceiling. The problem is, is your ceiling is your ceiling. But they're not like, turning the ball over. He's not turning the ball over three I times in the red zone. He's he's Tyrod Taylor 2.0. Like yeah, and you know what? You're making the playoffs with him. And you're losing in the first round and you're not getting a good draft pick. Maybe you, you, looking. Maybe losing in the first I'd round. Rather, I know you have this XFL hard on. I do believe you probably like if it if, if you're focused on the draft picks, you do yeah. want to like I don't know how high the Falcons can because the Falcons can still probably win their division. Sure. That's how bad that division is. I, you could just kind of maybe play it out and see how what you have with Ritter, yeah, and just do that and you're fine. And then if you don't win a bunch of games, guess what? You still get like a decent draft pick. The problem with Desmond Ritter is we don't know, and I his he could be a total bust. He turns it over ceiling. so much. His is ceiling this his is first still or second year. Second, but he only played two games last year. Right. It's like Sam Howell and him have the same amount of games, and that's not a lot. So before we're ready to get rid of both of them, I think we need to see a little more before we close the book. But I know what Taylor Heineke is, and he's going to play hard. He's going to win you a couple games. It's going to be gonna exciting. You just How know you, what you're getting. You can't tell me he's not exciting. I I never, I never, I he had one yeah. game, the game versus the Bucks in the playoffs. Maddie, he even when he wasn't like looking great, he was still exciting. He'd have one like super hype play every game. This is XFL bias. This no, is it is not. Bias. No, it is not. He was an exciting player. What do you think, Luke? I don't fucking know. He's well, like he, uh... he's like Fitzpatrick to me. <laughs> No way. <laughs> oh, dude, Maddie. How yeah. dare you? Yeah. Just How wait. fucking dare you? He doesn't have the longevity. Keep Fitzpatrick out of your mouth in this I love Fitzpatrick. There's no way that Fitzmagic, the king of the DraftKings commercials, is 
compared to that scrapper Taylor Heineke and his stupid headband. Oh, I love Heineke. I love a stupid headband. headband. Love it. All right. I'm sure a lot of people in Atlanta want him in, though. Three three red zone fumbles is not a good look for Ritter. They still won. They got the W. They did. And guess who loves four wins the season? Jameis Winston. All right. What are you guys looking forward to next week? Kind of uh, a lot of odd like, matchups uh, next a week. A colonoscopy, I think. Yes, right. Uh, oh, Maddie. Yeah, Jags uh, and Steelers are one of the only like record wise, but that still doesn't intrigue me. At Commander, all. Commanders do always seem to play Eagles tough, so I'm kind of intrigued for that Dude, game. You know, we're halfway through this shit. It's wild. Dude, why are they giving the Bills? They're favored by eight and a half points against the Bucks on Thursday. They can't beat anybody. They stink. Well, there They're you not go. Good. Maybe you got your big titty lock. Uh, let me see. Uh, Vikings Packers to see if the Vikings keep it going. Cowboys Rams is a great game. They fucked the Rams because the Rams got to play at one. The Jets Giants is always fun. We were we thought we were going to see Aaron Rodgers versus that guy they got in a fight with. I mean, the Bengals 49ers is probably the best game. And then Sunday night, it's like, hey, go to the movies, Bears and Chargers. <laughs> That's not a good one. And then Monday night, it'll be fun to see the Lions get like a home Monday night game where they can beat up on a bad team. And yeah, I hope it's a get right game for them. Well, they, they better, you know, that's, that's the difference between that's what shows that it's going to be the new lions is when they win these yeah. bounce back games, when they, you know, like, well, not only that, they're going to dominate. They I have no doubt that they'll dominate. Maddie, do you ever, do you still get Hank Williams juniors like song in your head when you hear like these Monday night matchups? Yeah, of course, man. I go, I, I don't know. Like as long as, are you ready for some football? Raiders and Lions, go! I got, I got even knowing that. I got there's Al, Frank, and Dan. Yeah, Frank and Frank Dan. Gifford. Frank Gifford's been dead for years. And Dan now we Dardorf. gotta hang Obama. That's Dan Dardorf hasn't had a, a solid bowel movement in years, so oh. I go back to Al, Frank, and Dan. I I even remember a little of "Turn Off the Lights, the Party's Over." Was it who Tom was that? Meredith? Tom Meredith, Dunn. yeah, yeah. Who's uh, based on uh, the quarterback in uh, uh, North Dallas Forty? Oh, uh, yeah. You know what he says about the guy in the uh, so that you know that's a book originally, oh, and that it was written by a Cowboys wide receiver, and uh, he only caught like twenty passes in the NFL. And Don D- Dapper Don had the greatest quote. He goes. If I knew he had such good hands, I would have thrown the ball to him much more often. <laughs> All right, you good. ready to move on some collage? Yeah, collage bad sports. news for the blue. Oh, boy. I got to hear Jim's opinion on this. Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. Jim. I, I saw people just basically like, I know Matt Rule had a speech about it. That it was just like, oh, yeah, boy, it seemed like, yeah. no, he just said it was like scouting that he didn't really. This is before, like, the allegations of the, the who was it, like, the assistant or whatever that was buying yeah. right. tickets yeah, to yeah. both sidelines and all yeah. that. Yeah. I don't know how serious this is going to end up being for Michigan. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they look great. <laughs> Other than that. I don't, well, I what think, do you, like, Jim, all honestly, except, like, what do you two, think? Yeah. I don't, if they're doing it, they're the dumbest program on the planet, because why would they? That's what I don't this? get. Right. 
Like yeah. I don't get it. You've been dominating. You're playing nobody. Yeah. Well, Nine okay. Of these teams, you line up and you beat them. This guy, okay, so this guy is, is almost as low a level as you can get, right? Like yeah. 50, makes 55k a year. But like for year for several years, he would like fly himself into Ann Arbor to volunteer for the team. I don't really know how college sports works like this, but you could like volunteer work for the team. Then he would sleep in his car like he was just a real mega fan. But let me and, ask you a question. Like, yeah. Why can't you just go to a game? Like if you're a scout, like in baseball, for years they have scouts. So like sure. I okay. would go to these Red Sox no, games. Wh- what it and- is. Okay. So here's the thing. Actually, the sign stealing isn't even technically illegal, I guess. Yeah. So here's what they're being accused of that could be illegal. So sure. scouting, like sending a scout to a game, is illegal, illegal in college because years ago, I think in the mid 90s, they decided it was just too expensive. You know, they make these concessions sure. for smaller programs and things yeah. like that so they can compete a little better. So it's illegal to have a staffer go to the game. Um, and then it's uh, illegal to record. So the other thing is, I think it's illegal to record the, the signals the or something. Yeah, I think yeah. it's illegal to record signals. So there, uh, what the teams are saying is that there was a Michigan staffer there. Yeah, that was recording, a- a- aiming his iPhone yeah. at yeah. the opposing. And do they have proof of that? Um, some teams said they do, but here's the thing too: is these guys aren't even technically staffers. We don't think. We think this yeah. guy was buying the tickets. And then, and then, like saying, "Hey, I'll give you tickets for free if you just videotape this." You know, just contacting anybody in whatever state the games were played. Like this guy wasn't even—I don't think—going to the game. Like, you know, who's been a real yeah. prick is that piece of fucking shit, Pat McAfee. <laughs> garbage shill. Now, Matt, this is this has become my like favorite thing about talking college football is when we get it. Just please have me out with me. Uncle Rico so I can commiserate with somebody about how much I fucking hate. Fucking what? What hate. did he? What did he have to say about it? Okay, so he had Aaron Rodgers on. Aaron Rodgers was like, it, "It's nothing." He's like, "It's not." He he. Aaron Rodgers is like, "Look, you got to stop teams." This has been going on forever. Guys are always trying to find edges. It goes on in baseball. It goes on in football. Everybody's. It's no big deal. The bottom line, even Dion was like, you can know what the other team hat is doing, blue in the face. You got to stop. The problem with Pat McAfee is what he was trying to show was he had a clip of uh, CJ Stroud last year, either calling an audible and the whole Wolverine bench is going like this, meaning pass. So he's like, look how the whole bench knows exactly what the play is or what the call is by putting their hands up. And he's like, look at this, look at this. <laughs> I mean, he's way up. Maybe it's his partner is Ohio State, but I was just like, he's the one pushing it pretty fucking hard. So he Stroud balled out that game last year. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he did. Still, he had a great game. He had a couple bad interceptions to have. Yeah. One thing that's funny too, is I remember somebody said something like, Ryan Day was boasting like, yeah, they seem to know what we're all doing in the first half and stuff. And then Michigan beat the shit out of him in the second half. Well, that was the thing. You you can only steal the offense. Right. He claimed like they changed things around or something at half and Michigan still beat the shit out of him. So, yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. Like, 
it would really suck if they really did. I, I don't know. I'll, I, I'll still have to wait. Cause I like literally fucking hate the Astros to no end for doing that. Well, here's like, another thing. A little different in baseball though. That I help works, Michigan but, out with. Yes. Maybe this is not true, but I, I read a lot of stuff about the Patriots, but there was a conversation. They said that Belichick asked Belichick, like how much of a difference would you say that the signs are like getting them? And Belichick was like 5%. And Belichick and and Kraft was just like, "Why are you doing this?" <laughs> right. So like, well, I I explain. Well, in the NFL, it would make more sense because the margin is yeah. so crazy. But in college, sure. like Michigan could like not know anything probably about half the teams that they played and still win by the margins they're winning by. All they gotta do is line up. Yeah. No. But the thing no. about it too is is what I what what Brady said about that year is they were pissed about it. So they're like, all right, we're just going to blow everybody out. And for a while, they did blow it. They they started running up scores. So I saw Michigan like this week with that like, okay, well, now we're just going to run this shit up because you think we're cheating. We're going to just go full throttle. Yeah, it could be a, a catalyst for them too. I mean, not that they need it. They, they're They've been playing historical numbers, especially year. like since the Nebraska game, they've been yeah. covering all these massive spreads. Like before Nebraska, I don't think they were covering very right, many no. of those large spreads. They, they since, since especially getting into like conference play, Michigan yeah. has been doing nothing but absolutely shitting on everybody. Well, Rutgers, yeah. they were in 24 7, which is not a blowout. Rutgers is not terrible. Rutgers covered the spread there. Yeah. And then after that, it's just been like, They've they've kicked it up a notch, but also teams do kick it up a notch. You know, they kind of like find their thing and then they kick it up a notch. But I think I feel like I'm a I'm being too much of a a biased. No, I don't know. I think it's I'm I'm open to all opinions on this. You know, if they're if they were caught doing something that really gave them an edge, then fuck yeah, punish them. You know, like well, um, what would the punishment be? Would it be like no idea? Like how do I you don't, punish them? I oh they probably know. they'd probably bar them from the playoffs. I bet this year. I, I don't. Bet, I bet the if ah uh, they could. I, I have a feeling this. Well, here's a deal. Like it, it, it's like I don't think they'll have enough time to put it something together that much, and then they de- they have to determine whether anything was illegal first of all. Yeah, yeah. they have to. De- and then this is uncharted territory too. So. Like there's, if you look back at it, there's been a lot of accusations like this. Ryan Day is accused, uh, like you accused Clemson of this. And so, like, I don't know. Michigan's but I, not the only team to be accused of. That's the other thing too. Yeah. So, but they're the only ones that, ah, fuck my cat. I saw <laughs> YouTube. Oh, you don't see that man. on a podcast. This, this fucking kitten. I, I can't sleep at night because he keeps attacking me when I'm sleeping. I have to lock him out of the bedroom. He loves you. He does love me and I love him, little Hober. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. We'll we'll see. It's you know, it, it sucks because I, you know, you you want your team to be the good guys. Um, so this is not a fun thing to my, do. My my initial assumption and my still gut assumption is this is like a yeah. nothing burger. This probably is nothing. I kind of feel that way, but with the NCAA. They're, everything is arbitrary. Even them. if they think it's something and they yeah. try and make it something, I'm still gonna probably be on the side well, of this. The is, other this thing is too, nothing. it is something in the in the eyes of the media because the media needs a story to talk right. about, and 
that you know Jim Harbaugh is a polarizing guy. The blue I, is. I will say this: if there's he, anyone I could imagine cheating to win, it is Harbaugh because he would really? do anything. He would do anything. Well, he's already been suspended this year. It, Jim, so now, Jim Harbaugh would do anything to win, Maddie. Would he cut his dick off? I you know oh, what? Yeah. I would. He, probably, yeah, I, he probably would. He probably has. No, I don't know. But he's also very uh, uh, a very moral guy too. We don't know that. I mean, you never know. You never know who cheats. I mean, you know, like poker, being being in poker, you know, and being Uh in the world of poker, you you just assume, like, now that it's gotten bigger, that people that wouldn't cheat, it's too hard to cheat. And you hear about home games. You hear about – I know – I'm sure you heard about the guy that was getting the feed of the the cards in his lap. Yeah, Uh, yeah. So there's cheating, like people fucking cheat, and but but that's a situation where a guy, his numbers were so different, like you can see the absolute different, and that yes, knowing the cards, like if I knew the cards, holy fuck, if I knew what everybody had and I knew what I had, holy shit, there's no way you could lose. Yeah. So we'll see what the one thing that's scaring me though is yeah. basically between all this nca bullshit and i really a lot of it does sound like bullshit and yeah and not not just this one but the cheeseburger incident which jim self-suspended for three games this year but yeah, like so between this and um possibilities of job openings in buffalo and san diego next year i think if and if chicago was, i don't no 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 he wants he wants a great a quarterback he, he did play with the bears what's he said, i know he, he said, he said a lot players. of nice things about caleb williams yeah no i i don't know like caleb uh, anyway but look you know like, who left like but that? if you could walk walk into a situation with uh josh allen or justin yep. herbert oh that yes. you know that's what i'm yeah, saying you know you know who left like that and did very well in the nfl for a second time pete carroll yeah yeah third time P, I mean, when when I was out here living here, when the shit hit the fan, and he he left right before everything happened. Everybody's like, "Oh, he knew something was coming down." But he's done a great job. You can't take away the job he's done in Seattle. He's done a fantastic job there. But he was like, "Get me the fuck out of there," because you you know, as a, a vet coach, you don't want to have like two years where you have no scholarships and they take yeah. everything from you and if. If Harbaugh wins a natty, I think he's gone. I I'm pretty sure too. Yeah, like I, I definitely think I might, he gone. might take a year or two off, but I don't know. No, I think he would go. But if the, if one of those jobs are open between the Herbert or Allen, if he had one of those open, yeah. and those teams are still solid teams too uh, around the quarterbacks as well. You know, on, yeah, yeah. The Bears would have to rebuild everything. On on Amazon, they have a season of Michigan like documentary. I don't know. If you I watched, watched that when it came out. Yeah. When they had that shitty quarterback from Houston, it was horrible. I forget his name. John O'Corn. Oh, so yeah, cool. baby. So so that's, yeah, watch. those are like when people wonder why Michigan's been good the last few years because he hasn't had a great quarterback the whole time he's been. No, he really like, has. And when and Cade was pretty good, and then JJ's like this whole other level. I think JJ and might be was very JJ average. could be competing with with um Caleb for the number one pick yeah. by the end of the year. I think. And Shea was average. I felt Shea Patterson was average. Shea was. I I liked Shea. He just wasn't hit, what he, they expected him. To Shea be, had you know? flashes at Michigan, but yeah. everyone. Yeah. 
every like he showed really really good flashes at his old miss time right and everyone wanted that and he just never kind of consistently reached that level well i think that old miss one was like one of those spread offenses kind of thing oh like, yeah it was nuts you, a lot of people can look good in those too so we'll see By the way, but uh i'm looking at it? the schedule this week yeah if you want to go pumpkin patch picking i know none of us are <laughs> but this is probably the saturday to if you have a missus and she's like you know you watch football 10 hours this might be the the Saturday. Dude, you yeah, want to hear yeah. something very funny? Um, yeah. This guy at work put in for uh, Saturday and Sunday off this week. Yeah. And I was a little pissed because I, I, I ended up having to work both nights. Sure. And I go, so what are you uh, what are you taking this weekend off for? And he's like, oh, you know, Saturday, we're going to go to a pumpkin patch with my girl. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Sunday, probably going to no. watch the NFL a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so he literally no, this is a bad college week except for utah oregon yeah there's not, a, there's not a game that like makes my dick hard all right well let's go through some of the games from the, the past week too yeah. so michigan beat the living shit out of michigan state where and that and jj is looking awesome we should talk about virginia right yeah we could talk upset about of the of day yeah. yeah upset of the day yeah. unc fraud alert Every year, Mac Jones always has one of these in him. Sorry, Mac right? Brown or Mac always Brown has one of these games here. in him. You know, it's wild. Is like I was talking him up, like Florida State, North Carolina to make the playoffs. How do you lose to Virginia? Yeah, Virginia's been terrible too. This was this was the UNC defense of old. They just couldn't stop anything. I mean, Virginia's so bad because of you know it was a tragedy what happened last year. My heart goes out to the program and what happened. But the coach was basically like, us playing is a victory. So for them to lose to a team that had playoff potential, amazing victory and an embarrassing loss. Well, Mac Brown is 72. Still a good coach. And yeah, he's, I mean, I was he is a good coach. Quarterback. I mean, yeah. it's a winnable game. Yeah. Uh, oh, we got to talk about James Franklin. That's who we got to talk about. <laughs> Oh, yeah. so James. Michigan, uh, Ohio State, Penn State, which was supposed to be a barn burner, which no, did not burn any. Both defenses are really good. Both yeah, defenses like are baseball. really good. No, no, or are no. Their offense Penn is State, not great. Did, listen, Penn oh, State's oh, offense is not great. I we, will pause it. I still think Penn State's defense is really, really good. And okay. Here's what I don't get with James Franklin. He, the whole Bum. team is based on two stud running backs. First quarter – they're down three nothing. They get like four chunk runs in a row of like 18, 18, 12, 18. They're in like inside the 30. What do they do? They try to pass it three plays in a row. And you're like, what are you doing? Like you, your quarterback's not that good. Your team is based on running. You're getting 10 yards a chunk. And then you decide to pass it three times in a row. No. I mean, he, the guy never wins a big game. He does recruit well. They always, oh, this is Penn State's year. This is Penn State year. And they it's, fucking laid an egg. They played horrible. I don't get the two-point conversion. I get what he's trying to do. A lot of teams do that now. It's stupid. Uh, I mean, they didn't really have a chance to win anyway because they're big. They got to get a, a, a onside kick, which is they got to get the XFL rule. I'm all for the XFL rule on that. For the onside? Yeah. 
Yeah, look at that. Man, yeah, yeah. What's wild. the onside rule for XFL? They can it's, either do a regular like, kick or you can do a fourth and fifteen play um, from, oh, yeah. your, from your own from your own twenty. Yeah, yeah I love that. Please, I, I think Lincoln Riley would do that every kickoff. He would definitely do that every kickoff. And we got to talk about how they're falling apart. Yeah. Oh, definitely. This is. I oh, told yeah. you last week. I go. I could see them losing like. Five games this season. How do you not rec- like? How do you not like just go like we gotta go full D? Like we gotta recruit full D. Maybe it takes a few years. No, but he's Maddie, never had it, that. Yeah, this is just like this is just like how that's this is who James Franklin is. This is like what yeah. you're gonna get out of James Franklin at Penn State. This is who Lincoln Riley is. You get flashes, and obviously, like they're not as talented as they were last year. This no. year, it really is just Caleb Williams out there for the yeah. most part doing things. Well, they had Addison mm. last year too. So exactly, yeah. but this team is like not that great. If without Caleb Williams, they're lucky to make a bowl. And this is just Lincoln Riley. He lures you in. He's not going to be like he's going to have these dumb losses every single year. This is who. Why Lincoln do you Riley say is. they might make a bowl? There's a hundred bowl games. No, I'm saying without Caleb Williams. Like I don't also, know if they. You, I don't know, know if they would have gotten to six is, wins. Is, you see people like Utah shocks USC again. This is the third time fourth, in a row, motherfucker. Fourth time, fourth time, time. yeah. Fourth like, get time the fuck out of here. Yeah, but it's about the program name, so it's I, like, yeah. But people need to stop with just Kyle the Whittingham gl- glamour one, and glitz. Yeah, I put Kyle um, Whittingham's one of the, like the top five coaches in my opinion. Great, I, he's so great good. coach. Yeah, no, definitely. Did you guys uh, know he's tied for second longest tenured head coach? Really? Good for him. He's, yes, it's I, been I think 2005 is. When it would have been nice out. to see with Cam Rising to see like how good they could have been. But for the back, I mean, the one thing you'll know with Lincoln Riley though, he's gonna get a top five every time as long as he has his job. Which obviously, like he's he'll always he, get the quarterback. He owns LA. He will have a top five quarterback coming out of our high school. So oh, he yeah. will always have a quarterback. But it's like fix your defense, and then like Oklahoma. I mean, I know you guys still don't believe them. I still think you guys don't buy into them. But I I think they're good. I do think Oklahoma's like the worst unbeaten Florida. team. Yeah, like they are the worst unbeaten team. And it's also hard. You play Texas. Yeah, this was the, a survival week. Yeah, yes, and they, Washington, Washington, Washington barely beat my team, yep. Arizona State, who just comes out and plays tough sure. every fucking week. God bless their hearts. But both teams are playing after emotional games. Sure. And also, with Washington in particular, I'm pretty sure, like, Arizona State kind of owns Washington a little bit. Yeah. The two teams you don't want to play are Arizona or Arizona State. They will take you to the – they'll take you to the limit. Both teams are good. Take you – like, sports chalet? Take take you to the the limits. Desperado. Can you do that part where he gets all high, where he goes, nah, nah, you know? Combining saying? songs, take it to the limit one more time. That's not Desperado. Oh. <laughs> I was Desperado, why don't you come Take to it the... to the limit. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. Like, Washington, <laughs> in the last, like, decade plus, Washington has a losing record against Arizona State. That's hilarious, because <laughs> Arizona State had, like, has not been good for a no. while. So... God. Okay, Texas barely beat Houston. Now, and Ewers get hurt. Yeah. Ewers is hurt. Also, Houston kind of got screwed that by game. Way, it's fun to watch. How fun is it to watch the greatest co- coach in football history, the great Dana Holgerson? <laughs> he seriously, he reminds me. He of, might only have a year left. 
what I love about Holgerson Yeah. Yeah, because I met a guy from West Virginia who was like the biggest West Virginia fan at uh, in Vegas. And he's like, Holgerson's a piece of shit. He's drunk in the golf course all the time. He's like an obnoxious guy that's like always an alcoholic. He's drinking all the time and playing golf and obnoxious. I think it's great. I I love that like if you ever watched the movie Kingpin. Oh he yeah. Reminds, he reminds me so much of Bill Murray because his hair is definitely like that. Yeah, because the match he starts out, his hair's looking nice. And by the third quarter, it's like a Done. tall fucking mess. You can see the bald spot. Did you see him pounding on the turf at the end of the game? He was pissed. Funny thing too is he was like a good-looking guy when he when he was first coming up too. You Alcohol, know, good, good jawline. Alcohol, buddy. <laughs> He's just boozing all the time. Also, I, yeah, they get they did get kind of fucked over. I think Houston probably should have won this game. Imagine how like that takes a lot of talent to be a big boozer and still be semi-successful. You know, I mean, he's going down the wrong way ladder, but uh, you know, I don't know why to... he ever let win Virginia. I, I guess. Uh, you know, Houston threw him a lot of money and stuff, but he was also like people a good also, program like, for a while. Yeah, they were going good there, and also people were talking about like potentially firing him at West Virginia back then. Like he was well, not probably because the alcohol that and he like his record was slipping a little bit because the guy the guy talked about him and I was like he thought he pretty good for you guys. He's like he's an asshole. He's a drunk. He's a mess. He's always people I know who work at country clubs say he's the most obnoxious guy. Oh, well, people, people, people said that about Scott Frost here. Yeah, well, there you go. You never, it's, it's crazy. So Lawrence, this week we got uh, yeah. Oklahoma, Kansas. I actually think that's going to be a good one. Yeah, oh. but like, there's you're not no... done. Re- you guys didn't want to talk about the Iowa, Minnesota, whatever the clusterfuck ending. Oh that was? yeah, go ahead, yeah, Jim. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys see that? No, it didn't make the over. I know that. It definitely didn't make the over. I know they called a play back at the end. So, yeah, the end, what Iowa has right there, because the way Iowa plays, I will say this to, like, go against them a little bit. The way Iowa plays, they leave themselves such a thin margin of error that basically nothing can go wrong in a game against an opponent that they're much better than. I do think Iowa is way better than Minnesota. Um, What happens at the end of the game, there's, like, two minutes left. Minnesota punts the ball. Iowa's punter is running and he's pointing at it with one hand and he's kind of waving his other, his left hand in like a circular motion behind him, catches it, runs it in for a touchdown. Iowa wins the game. Basically they review the play because it's a scoring play. They review to see if he was out of bounds because it looked like he might've gone out of bounds on the sidelines, stayed in bounds, but they go back and look, they call it an invalid fair catch signal and say the ball's dead when he catches it. His arm never went above his shoulders. I don't think. It didn't, and it does say in the rule books that any fair catch signal is over the head, but they called it an invalid fair catch signal. That doesn't that's a made up thing. It's 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 in the rules. It's actually like I had never heard of it, but it's in the rules. And I didn't know that was something you could review. I didn't know either. It doesn't feel like something you it doesn't feel like something you should be able to review. It should be obvious. Every fair catch is pretty much obvious. And yeah, and if it was like I feel like if it was if someone could have deemed it a fair catch, I feel like obviously that's why they call it the invalid fair catch. The rule is if you're making an invalid fair catch call, it's not really a fair catch, and the team might think it is. So they yeah. slowed down. Minnesota didn't slow down at all. They tried right. to tackle him. They tried sure. to kill him. He just made a great play. Well, they took the call. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I mean, like 
you know, they went along with the call at the end. No, I'm saying the call was stupid. I agree, but I'm saying Iowa, Iowa got fucked. I agree. I hate it wasn't like Minnesota. We're like, yeah, the call was bad afterwards. Well, I don't know how you can like go back. I didn't know there was penalties like that where they went back to look, see if he was out of bounds. Yeah. And then they go back further and just find out, figure out, oh, it's an invalid fair catch. They just call that. And the refs, like, that was one, that was probably the most blatant instance I saw of the refs, in my opinion, deciding a game. Not as bad as the NFL, though. I think yeah, it was, uh, that one was real. That <laughs> one was, was bad. really bad. Well, By the way, the problem is they were talking about the NFL with the refs, too, is they're like, they need to be paid more. They, they're, they should be full time. They it's should be full time. Like, it blows my mind. I agree, but it's not like they're missing calls. They're making more calls. That's the weird thing. Like they're making more calls than they should. It's not like mm-hmm. they're understaffed and they're missing stuff. It's like they're over officiating. Sorry if I interrupt. No, it's it, it's dumb. Okay, so. Back to Iowa, checking back in on the Brian Ferentz points tracker. Not doing great. He's now averaging 19.5 points a game. Remember, he's got to average 25 to keep his job. And now to meet that goal, he has to average 33.8 points per game. No fucking shot that they do that. Good thing they have to play a high school team next. Yeah, it's a good it's a good thing like they play in the Big Ten West, but obviously it maybe it's not because the Big Ten West is all just bad offense. Well, they got Rucker, they got Northwestern next uh next uh, nah, Rucker, No, yeah, they got Northwestern and then Rutgers. He's Rutgers, done. Illinois and Nebraska. I think Rutgers They're... and Illinois at least can can play defense too. So Nebraska can play defense. Well, like that's, the only, that's the only defense. thing that's been, that's the only thing that's yeah. been going good for Nebraska is the defense. Yeah, exactly. Don't be like against Michigan. Michigan's like elite powerhouse, so they're gonna, you know. But and in, in the Big Ten, all these teams are pretty even except for Ohio State, Michigan, and Nebraska does play good defense. Yeah, and Northwestern beat Minnesota. But yeah. do you think? Okay, <laughs> let me ask you this: Do you think Iowa will actually fire him if he doesn't average twenty yes. points? I think I. So now that they've actually lost two games, I do think it's a very distinct possibility because, like, even if they win out, they probably still make the Big Ten championship game. And let's be honest, they'll get blown out by like forty points by Michigan or Ohio State. Uh-huh. Like they'll they won't it won't be a competitive game. They'll go to a decent enough bowl game. Maybe they win that. I think they do let him go. I think they let him go and get like a different OC. Yeah, they want they want to change. They want a younger guy. He's they do run. He's got like ten or twelve years there. And sometimes you go, hey, guy, put 10, 12 years. We want to change. We want to. The, the worry is is if Kirk kind of steps his foot down and is like, hey, if he's gone, I'm just going to retire. Because you, I don't. If you're Iowa, I wouldn't want to lose Kirk Ferentz. I don't know, but I think it's like you you have to decide is this just who we are, you know, like a a, a nine ten it is team, who they are team win or, or yeah. win team. It's who, or, they, it's who they've always been. Or do we want to actually like really fucking compete? That's they can't though. I talked about this. I talked about this on a show like a few weeks yeah. ago with somebody. This is like the most dangerous spot to be is to be like the consistently like eight to maybe ten win team yeah. because you like oh. Like, you know what you have. You have it decent. And you know, like, oh, maybe there's a shot. There's something out there. We could be better. 
if you don't get that right, Nebraska knows if you don't get that higher right, you're you can tank for right. years and yeah. years and years. Oh yeah. It's so scary. There there are teams that are seven or eight team wins consistently. And I think they understand that's the best they can do. I would say like maybe uh Central Florida is like an eight team win. A Boise State is like a seven eight team win. I think, uh, I think Iowa could get a good. I was an eighteen. I think they man. could get Lance Leopold if they wanted. Yeah, you know, like, they could, but even like even even Lance Leopold at Iowa, I think would be more. Cons- it'd be just like I think he's a consistently like eight win guy, and then yeah, for like every once in a while, like maybe once every four years, you have like a 10, 11 win season, and that's what Kurt yeah. Ferentz has been doing for you, though. You know, you and know, he's it's like giving you that Miss. consistency. Ole Miss kind of realizes like we got a good thing going, Lane Kiffin. We're never going to beat Alabama. We're, I mean, we might beat them, but we're going to lose two or three games. We're going to have a couple road games in the SEC that whether it's like even against a bad team like Florida or they're going to lose to Tennessee on the road or something like that, they're going to win eight games, but that's yeah. it. And for a program, you kind of know, like, that's probably the best. A team that's... that goes up and down kind of that's made it to the top is like Auburn. Like Auburn, I see. Oh like, God, hey, yeah, man. that's a that's but a roller coaster right there. But they've had some roller coasters where they've been in the top, but their best, I would say, is eight eight wins. And it's not like they fired guys for going like ten and two. Like Gus Malzone could have done nothing right. <sighs> it's it's a tough spot to be. The being that like consistently eight nine win team is. A I weird, mean, like I said spot. last week, my buddy who lives in Iowa is a huge Iowa fan. Was like. Look, any five-star guy we can't get. We can't keep the five-star guys from Iowa. And he knows that, and it's just like we got to do the best we can but do. I, I think you could. I think if you feel the good – like Wisconsin was great for like a couple de- like a couple decades, you know, like under Alvarez and, yeah. and Bielema. Yeah. And now they're sort of rebuilding. We'll see how, how far Fickle can take them. But if if a team like if Iowa can do have that kind of success, I don't. Or I mean, if Wisconsin could have that kind of success, I don't see why Iowa cannot. And I do wonder how like things change regarding coaching evaluations in the Big Ten with the elimination of the divisions, because Iowa's not going to have a cakewalk anymore. Like it's not going to be easy to just make the championship game consistently. Well, I wouldn't say they'd be five and six, but like six and five. The fact that they can kind of like lean back and be like, oh, we're consistently able to make the Big Ten championship game in this scenario. Yeah. Because you're in like maybe the worst division in the Power Five isn't going to fly next year. I'll tell you what, it'll be fun to see him play USC. Right? So I think, I think Iowa and USC are more similar than people think, just on other regards. Like yeah, USC, like obviously USC just they win by such thin margins because the defense is shit. Yep. Iowa, it's because the Same offense thing. is terrible. Yeah, yeah, they're they're basically like just polar opposite teams. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch them play against each other. We do have uh, Oregon versus Utah this week. Great game. Good game. And really watch good out, game. Pac-12. Utah is here to come and ruin the Pac-12's playoff hopes. <laughs> well, <laughs> they, much, they yeah. got a shot themselves. They do have a shot themselves, but I know this Utah team, Maddie. Yeah. They're going to lose to somebody they shouldn't, and they're going to be. USC, Oregon, and Washington. I don't know if there's going to be. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. They're going to do it. Getting one on the right week. Um, They're going to do it. 
Ohio State at Wisconsin, too. That does not matter. Wisconsin well, stinks. I think it's kind of fun with Fickle coaching. You yeah, know? it's, it's, fickle, it's fun. Wisconsin yeah. stinks. There's not Wisconsin a lot of good games Duke on the at, board this week. There Duke really at Louisville is. would be awesome if Riley Leonard like wasn't banged up for Duke. Yeah, but there's only really a couple games where the last few weeks you got a good game at noon. You got a good game at three thirty. The the late game is good. This is a little weaker of a week. I mean, US, I'll be watching. USC at Cal will be fun just for points because, like, the, both those offenses are very fun. Mm-hmm. Did you guys uh, see Hitler on the board at Spartan State? I did. I did. Yeah. Little, little trivia there for little Michigan trivia. State. So, you yeah, know, when you're at a bizarre. sporting event, you got a trivia question, you know, where did the, you know, one of the worst massacring dudes of all time Austria. The funny thing is, though, is the picture of Hitler. He's looking real cheeky, like he's looking up and someone. He's got kind of a half little grin on his yep. face. It's like, oh, Hitler, what are you up to? It was. It was not, uh, I saw like a lot of tweets about it. Even uh, Jamel Hill had a problem with it. So if you know Jamel Hill, like thought it was off color. You I was, know, it's pretty bad. I talked about it with Uncle Rico, yeah. uh, Michigan State grad and fan, Uncle Rico. Yeah. Um, he's like, yeah, this program is basically in the dumps. Can't can't do anything right. Well, I mean, the Mel that Tucker so situation. Like, especially when you, the person that's probably in charge of this is probably in their 20s or, you know, like. like well, I heard like, even. Yeah, yeah. I heard it's from like a not. I, I'll. It's from like a quiz show, right? It's like a but quiz. Still, you decide you buy, what... a, you buy a program. Yeah. So they didn't know. So no, it's <laughs> it's what they did was the they stole the question in in, in picture from a YouTube channel that does trivia. Oh, yeah. God, they didn't even yeah. sign up. So they had, like because the person that that is in charge of that channel said we didn't we don't have any association with them. They just kind of <laughs> took that from us. But did and, they know, you know the like questions? in context, it's just a valid question, but blasting that image in front of like it's you know, sixty five thousand sporting fans while Israel's getting their shit pumped out of them. You well, know, you like, know it's funny, Luke, is when you put it, because I know you're your Michigan guy, I was like, Oh, this is kind of like you know, like cheeky, like Michigan State are so evil that like they put Hitler on the thing, and I was like, This isn't real. And then I'm like, oh shit, it is real. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's just I'm like, my God, in this day and age, it's like, yeah, yeah, this is a good idea. Like, holy fuck. Like, yes. I don't even want to let's see. I, I resisted against YouTube forever because I thought my Michigan face State's was having a bad there. year. Let's put it that way. The Mel they're, having a, they're having a real yeah, bad year. Yeah, I mean, their coach just yeah. was jacking off. They're throwing up images of Hitler. You know, what are they trying to tell the world here? You know, it's really weird about the Mel Tucker thing. I got to say, and like, I didn't really know the situation, but I, I, I just know this, like I'm a, I'm a thirsty guy, you know, like, but I know who to hit on and who not to hit on. And you don't, you shouldn't probably hit on the person that's like doing the whole like sex, you know, like sexual harassment stuff sexual harass you know survivor of bad shit like you know those are people you don't want to like you can like pick your spots in life i would say it's not i don't know i think i so apparently one of uh the people who escaped jeffrey epstein wrote a book and tucker was in line wanting to get a signature from her too yeah so 
we'll see where Tucker ends up. But I also, as a guy who doesn't like Michigan State, I thought that was all kind of bullshit to begin with, too. Um, so there. Being... <laughs> I mean, but it's Weird. also something that you just probably is hard to come back from. So Well, it's kind of topical, but whatever. Yeah. You know, we move on. Michigan, I'd much rather be the Wolverines right now, even with the cheating scandal. Yeah, because, my how the know. tables have turned because 10 years ago, Michigan State was on top of the world. They were great. Look, they, I think they totally had them the 20, the 2010s were a great time for Michigan. No, was State. it like six, five years ago where the Wolverines had the game locked up and the punter just threw the that, ball that back? Harbaugh's first year. Yeah, yeah, it like, was like seven years ago, 2016 or something. Yeah, God, yeah, that was a wild game. Yeah, don't remind me. I'm like, uh still suffer. I remember my my mouth was just like like what? It's funny cuz Michigan was out playing of the whole game. The no whole problem. game. And we're in a bar and it was a Michigan bar in oh LA and yeah. there was like two state dudes. See, if you're a state fan, you got it made. You can be cocky and because yeah. it's funny because we're not expected to win. Yeah. We're just and they, so they're talking shit the whole game and I saw when that happened, everybody was silent. I look at them, I look at their eyes, and then I turn to my buddy and go, let's get out of here. Because if I yeah. see their face glow, I'm going <laughs> to get so mad. And that's one of the wildest endings of all time. Oh, oh for sure. Crazy, yeah, but it just goes to show you never give up, right? Just yeah. like Miami uh, – well, Duke? Miami Duke? No, no, not Miami Duke. Miami – who they lose to when they should have won because they didn't – Oh, Georgia Georgia's... Tech, baby. Georgia Tech, yeah. GT, yeah. I mean, that's like right up there. We're just like, well, that at least is like, no, but that was, that was, I that's mean, a, that's a downing stupid, the ball. Yeah, that's a stupid this was decision. the right play call. No, it was, but just, why, you know, he, 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 sometimes you can't blame like an 18 year old kid for. No. And, that, and the weird thing the about field. this too, is like, it was one of those Australian kickers. Yeah. too. Yeah. So they probably have never seen snow in their life. Yeah. But that's I mean, why, he, that's, he, that's he why college the football ball. is so great. Yes. Even if he, even if he just fell, he kind of just like gifted the ball to them. Well, if if the if state would have recovered anyways, it would could have kicked a field goal and one too. That was the hard part about it. Like you could just go and yeah. tell the quarterback just I to whip it downfield. I will and... say this about weird bad beats. So last night I had a first half under on the Vikings 49ers game, and I lost it on the last play of the first half with the Addison touchdown. Did you see that play? So that cost me the, but I got so mad. I jumped in a, a poker tournament and I won a hundred bucks. So Attaboy, buddy. Wow. use that anger. Yeah. yeah. I actually made That's money. Where going on tilt worked. But usually when you go on tilt, you just lose everything. But I was like, I, I had my mouth open because I'm like three seconds ago, the Vikings are at their own 30, no timeouts. And they got a lucky ass play where the 49ers guy went for the interception. And I was just like, you're counting your money there, and then you're just like, "Oh my fucking god!" <laughs> but I've had enough bad beats that I, you, you, you never, you gotta unex ex, when you gamble, you gotta expect the unexpected. You really do. Exactly, you gotta have a stomach for it, and I don't. That's why I don't gamble. Uh, and you also gotta realize, like, it ain't over until like it's zero, zero, zero on that. Sure. You know, don't sure. ever count your money. Don't ever say you got it because. And don't ever rip your ticket up because I've been on the other side of like miracle wins too. I've seen like where 
you know, basketball, like you have an over and you're down 26 points in college with a minute and a half to go and they foul and there's 40 points or something crazy like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Well, one final story I have is uh, yeah. Netflix is coming out with a documentary about our boy, Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. We've been God. waiting for this forever. And uh, apparently Vince McMahon is not, doesn't have the final say on this thing. Well, and so it's coming out on Netflix. There's yeah. no date set, but I just thought hopefully maybe we'll finally get a real fucking story here. Yes and no. Like, here's the thing I'm worried about. If they go the full woke thing, they'll become like Vince is a piece of shit. And we all know he's a piece of shit. Everyone what knows he's a it? piece of shit. They can't he's focus. A... They can they can mention it, but everyone already knows Vince is a scumbag. Vince is a diabolical genius. He's a he is he's like as Jim Cornette says, he's Donald Trump and P.T. Barnum wrapped in the one. So like, it's hard to explain because there's probably heinous things he's been accused of. There's probably terrible things he's done, but his vision is for what he did is absolutely insanely incredible just on like take away all his personal shit he took the carny sport and turned it into a billion dollar industry when nobody believed in it absolutely yeah and took mm-hmm. a I mean... talented guy like hulk hogan and made him the flagship guy of his company and turned it into something massive and then hit almost rock bottom again and then turned it into the complete opposite of Hulk Hogan and turned it into a massive, you know, billion-dollar thing with Steve Austin. Yeah. No, the guy is a, a business genius and an entertainer for sure. I mean, the, the fact that he, like, uh, like imagine if, I don't even know, like, uh, freaking Sam Peckinpah would have beefed up on steroids and started putting himself in his own movies and then being like yeah. the number one, you know, one of the number one stars. I mean, it's insane <laughs> how, what this guy did. I mean, just jumping in and becoming a character himself and actually wrestling and isn't, is nuts. Well, not only that also betraying every wrestling promoter <laughs> to where you have like a bullet with your, with your name on it to your head because you're fucking all these people's businesses and trying to make something national that was always extremely regional. Yeah, absolutely. No, the guy, uh, you gotta, you're going to step on a few toes, man, along the way. Sorry. That's it. But not like those regional guys were not fucking nasty as fuck. No, it's always been like, (laughs) I feel like wrestling's always had the hinge of like the tint of scum. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. It's a carny yeah. sport. That's why it's, we have all this dark yeah. side of the ring. Exactly. The dark yeah. side of the ring wouldn't exist. Just, and, no and signs you, of slowing down. About, I mean, you think about Grizzly Adams, who was a promoter. I mean, Vince McMahon looks like Mother Teresa compared to Grizzly Adams. So there's that. So I don't think his name was Grizzly Adams, but I, but I know was, who you're talking it? about. Grizzly Adams. The guy was... that was molesting girls, Jake the Snake's father. Oh. what That piece of crap. Oh yeah, okay. I mean, uh, Grizzly Smith. A, yeah, is is okay. Vince McMahon a better person than Grizzly Smith? Probably. <laughs> oh, was Grizzly the guy with the bears? Who yeah, was the Grizzly, Grizzly, Grizzly Adams, Adams is like a character on a show. Oh. 
But there was the guy with the bear that like devoured his girlfriend. Right. Yeah. I that was the last one we did. I think. Uh, who was that? Was it Dino Bravo? Or Adrian Adonis. Adrian Adonis. Yeah. That was one of the oddest things I ever heard. You're like, yeah, he had a pet bear and it killed his girlfriend in the shower. I was just like, oh, I'll just go get a new girlfriend. Yeah, the bear apparently was called Terrible Ted. Well, he was terrible. <laughs> that poor girl, holy shit. But I, I'm, I'm all for that. Vince is one of the most interesting, whether you like him or not. I mean, his story is, you know, he's an American original. Whether you like him or not, he's a part of our zeitgeist. And there needs to be a documentary because... All powerful people are good and evil, and and he's he's a combination of both. I mean, he's missed a lot of shit. I mean, the gobbledygooker, and uh, <laughs> gobbledygooker, Duke the dumpster Drosy, and uh, there was Yankum. a men on yeah Isaac Yankum men on a mission. Uh, what about the uh, the Arab wrestler post nine eleven? Yeah. They had desert storm matches, which I still I still chuckle every time I go back and watch Vince drop the N word. Oh, that was great with uh, John Cena. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean he was, as far as I'm concerned, a top five bad guy of all time. Oh yeah. Oh I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, sure. I mean him and Austin made. I was in college at the time. I, I think Jim was just a. I was probably I was, in middle school. Really. What right, year was it? 99, maybe? Oh, 99, not a shot. I was like five years old. Okay. Baby so that man. was like the head, that was like the attitude. And like every week it was the same shit. Like Vince was the evil boss. Austin was the guy that was like the employee that's going to drink the beer and tell his boss to go fuck himself. And it was like a different, like it was, the, it was like a Roadrunner cartoon where it's the same ending every time where. Vince pisses his pants or gets arrested or his car gets blown up, you know, the same shit. But like every week people just tuned in to see Austin do something terrible to Vince. And it, it, it worked because everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. I, if, and especially if you know, is, you know, when you think back to the eighties, when he was just sort of the play by play guy yeah. on, on the wrestling programs. Yeah. And then there was this fake president called Jack uh, Tunney. Well, it was what was a Lord Alfred Hayes? No, Lord Alfred Hayes was the announcer. Jack Tunney was the uh, oh, I Jack Tunney was shit. the trust me. Okay, yeah, Jack Tunney was always because he, he would always be like, "Screw you, Tunney," <laughs> <laughs> and Jack Tunney would come on. He's like, "Okay, what we had here was so and so. Therefore, there will be no title shot at so and so, and the title will be vacated." And like we all, we all mm-hmm. really cared about it. Jack Tunney was. Definitely a part of my childhood. That is fantastic. All right, guys, anything we missed today? No, just love you guys and uh, have a great week and uh, go pumpkin patch picking Saturday. All right, do hey. it or don't. Jim, final word? I say don't. I Powerful. say don't. Okay. Powerful. All right, you the one who went to Missouri on vacation. I still watch football. Yeah. <laughs> thank you everybody for tuning like, in we'll see you guys next mad. Week. this is the first time he's ever been mad for another episode of the sports hole sports hole